Hello and welcome to GC365. This is day 316 on November 12th, 2021. If I you are watching this in the future, what if it's like a thousand years from now and someone's watching this? I mean, Bible's always relevant, so. Rip. Rip. Also, we are <laughs> Pastor Jordan, the middle school pastor. And we are Pastor Jordan. And Together. <laughs> Together, we are Pastor Jordan. United in the body of Christ. And also Pastor Haley. <laughs> <laughs> so we are the Encounter Youth Team. I'm with the high school students. Middle school students. And we want to teach you some things today about how Gen Z talk. Mm -hmm. Maybe you hear some of this lingo every once in a while, and you're thinking, why would someone say that? And we as youth pastors wonder the same thing. Well, we say them anyways. We don't really know what we're saying. No. We try to stay relevant, and it's kind of tough sometimes. But anyways, yeah. uh, today in your 365, we're in the book of Ezekiel 24, 25, and 26. Yep. And 24, what we both got is as pastors, we oftentimes try to come up with a good object lesson mm -hmm. to get those people in the crowd who like to see things rather than just be told something, an illustration to make it applicable to their life. Well, God has Ezekiel use a pot as a demonstration of how he needs to basically get all the evil out of this place. Yeah. And he often does the, I mean, he uses object lessons a lot. He does. Yeah. In the Bible. Yeah. But I think this is one of the more prominent ones that stuck out to us. Do you think that the dry bones coming to life was an object lesson? I mean, yeah. Okay. Why not? <laughs> uh, that was the first part. And then we get to the really morbid part. Oh, yeah. So basically, I found Ezekiel is like, the book of Ezekiel is really depressing. It's negative. It's, yeah, it is. But he was like, rip Ezekiel's wife. Rip. Oh, wait, no, that's she. She's. Rip. And, Literally uh, rip. Literally rip. He's like, you're going to say goodbye to her, mm -hmm. but you can't really say goodbye to her or mourn her. Yeah, you can't be sad about in it. In any way. Nope. Because we're going to use you to teach everybody else a lesson. And Ezekiel at this point is probably a little salty on the inside. Wouldn't oh, yeah. You, wouldn't you be? Oh, yeah. Well, even as I, I was actually listening to this one, I kind of go back and forth between reading versus listening. And so I was listening to this one in the car and it got me real good. I was like, wait, Hold up. Wait a minute. Back it up. Hold what just up, happened? Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. It happened. And all because this was later going to happen to everybody else. Mm -hmm. So Ezekiel had to be the guinea pig for that. Yeah. Essentially, hey, you know what? I know that it sucks, but I already went through it. So I need you to suck it up, cupcake. Yeah. Okay. Basically. And then... God has a bunch of messages for all these lands because they're super sus and sus is suspicious, mm -hmm. but they just say sus. Really, they just shorten words. That's all they're yeah. trying to do when they say these things. Talking about Gen Z. Okay. Uh, but he sees them as super sus and he says, you know what? All I've got for you is a bad message about how terrible you are mm -hmm. and how I need to get rid of you, essentially. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Like nothing uplifting, just kind of like dab on them haters. Mm. Actually, don't dab because that's not in anymore. 
That's mm. that was out like four years ago. What about mini dab? You can do a mini dab. <laughs> Not a full dab. Yep. Just like this. Say, do that when your kids get home. They'll probably love it. They'll say you're cringy or they'll call you a boomer. And that's how you know you're winning. I am a millennial and I get called a boomer from my stage often. You're winning. I am. Maybe it's the bald head. I don't know. Well, we're going to jump into the <laughs> New Testament and we are in Hebrews 11, which is, I would say, a pretty commonly known mm-hmm. chapter of Hebrews. That's kind of one people tend to go to yeah. saying it starts with the faith shows the reality of what we hope for, mm-hmm. the evidence of things we cannot see. And I like it's just always a good reminder of what our faith is, whether it's yeah. like I really like verse two, where mm-hmm. it says through their faith, the people in the days of old earned a good reputation. Do you feel like in your faith, like your faith walk, do you feel like you are earning a good reputation in that? Oh, that's a good question. I would say, and I might, I guess it's a hopeful answer, but (laughs) (laughs) yes. And just more along the lines too of, especially when I was outside of ministry, not just working in ministry, but working in restaurants as well, you kind of get, and you worked in restaurants before this as well, getting the opportunity to talk to more people outside of church and have moments of standing up for your faith there Mm -hmm. where was really helpful for me and kind of a good launching pad to go into ministry. I would say it helped. Yeah. It kind of, it, it seasons your perspective on what other people are going through outside of the walls of the church. Um, especially people who are the farthest thing from having a relationship with God and how they kind of live their life. But in this chapter, it says seven times oh, yeah, that's by faith. Note. Yeah. And Haley, what is the number seven represent in the Bible? Represents completion or perfection. Mm-hmm. So again, like in seven days, God created the world. He completed it then. Yeah. But oftentimes back to perfection. So I think, by faith. I think these people had essentially perfect faith. They were yes. they were representations. Obviously, they had a good reputation that they represented what good faith looked like yeah. in their lives. I would agree. And it even says down at the bottom, this is what I really got out of it. Verse 13, after it's talking about all these people who did have this perfect faith. Of course, these people made mistakes mm-hmm. if you go back and read their stories. But they did have this perfect faith. And it says, all of these people died still believing what God had promised them. They did not receive what was promised, but they saw it all from a distance and welcomed it. They agreed they were foreigners and nomads here on earth. And I was telling Jordan that this reminded me, reminds me a lot of when we go to Mexico, Puerto Vallarta for our mission trips. Mm -hmm. I've had the privilege of going back many, many times and seeing the process of building the church there. There have been people who I've only gone once. And so you kind of leave with this, I guess, kind of empty promise. Is this church going to be fulfilled? Is this land going to turn into something for the people of God? But leaving knowing that this isn't our home, but we've done the work of God. And Mm -hmm. we need that same mindset here Mm -hmm. on earth that we're here to do the mission for God. And someday we'll go home. 
And by faith, we capitalize on the time that we have been given. Yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. Uh, now, we're going to skip ahead to Proverbs 27 because we need to address something. Yeah. My life verse. <laughs> <laughs> How many of you are not morning people? Both of us. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And you that's know, why we're part of the youth team. <laughs> We really connect with the youth in this way. You know, when they come in on Sunday mornings or even when they show up on a Sunday night, they're like, I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. And I look at them and what? You're it's your weekend. Do you know who's who chose to stay up until 2 a.m. last night? Was that you or me? Yeah, that was you. It Trust wasn't me. me. We are preaching the same message you are as parents. They just kind of receive it better when it's not from their parents. So sometimes you, <laughs> but hope then you so. never know. Uh, but it says a loud and cheerful greeting early in the morning will be taken as a curse. Amen. Say it again. For the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> this is a wonderful life verse. I'm removing all things that say live, laugh, love, blessed, thankful. God knows the plans for my life. And I'm putting this verse up in my house everywhere. You know what? Pastor Stacy had to learn that I am not a morning person last summer camp. She came to me later in the afternoon and she goes, Jordan, I just realized that you're not a, a morning person. And I was like, it took you three years to realize that I am not a morning person. Yeah. <laughs> You know, this is, uh, trust me, I relate to that. Pastor Stacy is my mom mm-hmm. and I'm 25 years old and she has still kind of not learned that yet. So if you could wake up, <laughs> we're just rambling at this point, but whatever. If you could wake up and we'll close and you say, okay, scale one to 10, like one, you're just barely dragging out of bed. Right. And then 10, you wake up and you're a cheerful, uh, you're Snow White. and yeah something like that. Where did your mom fall on this scale? My mom? Mm-hmm. Where does Stacey She's probably fall? about a, a nine or 10, depending on nine the Nine or day. 10, yeah. depending on the morning. So. Yeah. so shout out to all of you who are nine and tens and you're watching this bright and early in the morning. We still love you. And shout out to you ones who are waking up at 1 p.m., <laughs> tuning into this three o'clock <laughs> after you've had your breakfast. Maybe even five o'clock after you had your coffee. Yep. So PM. PM. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you learned a little bit about Gen Z's verbiage today and also how God treated his people (laughs) and how we can walk by faith. (laughs) We'll see you in the next one. Bye guys.